This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast in 2021. Today's episode is about releasing 2020 and awakening in 2021. Obviously, this language is more communicated online or about releasing in regards to releasing suffering. It's been a big year of suffering at a global level, and pain is an inevitability. But suffering is not. Suffering is something we experience when we are holding on to pain, when we're still grasping it, when we haven't let it go free. And so until then, we sustain our suffering. Our agenda for today's episode is first, how this topic became relevant to me. Second, we'll be touching on the four noble truths in Buddhism and go into some Buddhist philosophy. And last will be a culture wreck, a powerful speech on YouTube. If you follow me on Instagram, you might know what I'm about to share. If you've been enjoying this podcast, getting value from this podcast, your support through donation would be hugely appreciated. You can support at anchor.fm backslash no starving artist backslash support. Writing, researching, recording, and promoting this podcast each week is does take work and is no small lift and so your donation means a lot also help people find the podcast that would be hugely appreciated you can leave your rating and review at apple podcasts without further ado let's get into it This topic of releasing 2020 and awakening 2021 is specific to the change of the new year. I do appreciate that the calendar that we've made up signifies the time for change, as we are obviously always changing and evolving, but when there is more of a global uh, alignment, us humans have decided, no, this is the day we are changing, then um, I think Sometimes it brings upon about new action and new intention, right? People set harder intentions for their mindset change, the way their actions will change, their resolutions. Maybe it's working out. Maybe it's all these things that we do to mark transformation. And I think it's so powerful. I tend to do a lot of writing around goals and intentions and resolutions and all those things during this too. Mine have gotten way more simple over time. I think this is the year where I'm just trying to be more intuitively led. And I think last year was the year of trying to understand if that was something that I could do. Was Is that a, is that a thing? Can we like not just be super hyper plan-y? Um, Apparently, yeah. That was the learning. We don't actually need... To subscribe to overthinking <laughs> and we can actually live in a different way way more fluid way and that's what I've been leaning more into for this year 
interesting for me to be aware of the need to develop more strength in my intuition. And I'll do a future episode on this as I'm still in the depths of learning about my clairvoyance, my claircognience, and clairsentience, etc. And that's been really good to understand all the ways that we are intuitive and sensing, the ways that we are knowing in our inner in our inner sense and the ways that we've continued to repress that side of ourselves to not make decisions around our truth. But there's so much power in listening to our inner knowing and how far can that lead us? I'm curious to see. This year has been also, in 2020 I'm referring to, has been a year of such huge global suffering that I don't think people can imagine sustaining and continuing to hold that level of grievance, that level of depression, that level of anxiety into a new year because all of that stuff causes so many harmful realities, right? It it manifests into health conditions, it manifests into many other issues and that's just not sustainable and we get to a tipping point uh, where the recognition of that is so great. And so that's why this topic of releasing I found to be particularly relevant because we are releasing our suffering more than anything. We're releasing suffering. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And I wish for all of us along our creative journeys as we continue to invest in ourselves and our family and our friends and our work and our creations that we continue to aim to be a beacon of light and hopefully some of these truths will serve you and you can continue to explore them further or share them with others. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays, Wisdom Drop Wednesdays. For those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. We'll be covering the four noble truths from Buddhist teachings, if you're familiar with it. Our sources for this segment are from first jackcornfield.com. Jack Cornfield is a Buddhist teacher, spiritual, and also from Tricycle, which is a great website to learn more about Buddhism. It really dissects Buddhism for beginners. The first noble truth is about how difficult it is to fully embrace this truth. The truth being that pain is inevitable, but suffering is not. Suffering arises from us grasping and not being able to release grasping to our suffering, to the pain that we've experienced, to the memory, etc. The whole purpose of Buddhist psychology and its ethics, its philosophy, practices, community, and more is around the freedom that we discover when we recognize that we can face human life without holding on to suffering. The four noble truths are laid out and in a way that's around the symptom, the causes, 
the possibility of healing and the path forward. Whether you're a healer, a friend, a therapist, just focused on creating more depth and along this creative journey, then there's value in understanding that we will all witness suffering in connection with others and in regards to ourselves. Whatever form it takes, whether it's COVID, whether it's someone passing that we're close to, whether it's racial conflict, more fear, depression, whether it's mental illness, divorce, if we've experienced heartbreak recently or we're feeling creatively unfulfilled, we must be willing to acknowledge that there's truth in the reality that pain exists but the suffering is optional. We can also witness this pain and in Buddhist psychology there's a clear distinction between pain and suffering. Pain is the unavoidable aspect of living in this natural world. The physical, biological, social is all woven into our day-to-day and this human incarnation that we are currently in has so much ebb and flow there's so much pain there's so much loss there's gain there's highs and lows peaks and valleys inhabiting this human thing is quite fun though too we can encounter a lot of praise when we do well externally we can encounter fame we can encounter success we can experience a lot and then the flip side of that is maybe blame and dispute and failure and all of those things but they're all passing it comes and it goes in the second noble truth a lot of the causes of suffering we recognize is grasping and the aversion and the delusion and all of these unhealthy states of jealousy anxiety addiction possessiveness control that causes our individual suffering and global suffering. The third noble truth offers a way out, the end to suffering, and unlike pain, suffering isn't inevitable. Freedom from suffering is possible when we let go of our reactions, our fears, our grasping so much. This freedom is a form of nirvana. It's definitely a bliss. The fourth noble truth is the path to the end of suffering, the middle. The middle is where we live in non-duality. It means that you invite in peace wherever you are. You live in the here and the now by neither grasping or pushing away life. We can find, we feel awakened, we can feel freedom, we can feel the midst of joys and sorrows together. And in this middle path, we also tend to establish our integrity. We learn to listen to our quiet inner voice, our sense of knowing. We quiet our mind, our thinking mind so much. We learn to see with wisdom. There's a lot within the fourth noble truth around how to live and how we are given noble eightfold path of the right to understand, to thought, to speech, to action, to livelihood, to effort, to mindfulness, to concentration. And I encourage you to explore this more deeply. But the purpose of me sharing all of this is to emphasize the fourth noble truth.
the beauty of living in more non-duality is in understanding ourselves as constantly transforming as not good or bad people as not broken or whole people as not doing right or wrong but just being and being always transforming so it's not that we make an error and now we failed it's not that we've you know done this action and then we can be labeled something anew it's just that we are constantly in flow and that's what I think most of us are yearning for in this new year is to reach some sense of release around needing to control but focus more on all that we can become our beingness there's this visual that I liked on Instagram of just a caterpillar entered the cocoon made its cocoon in 2020 and then in 2021 how it emerges a butterfly I think that's one of my favorite just visuals of what this year means I think it was a huge year in 2020 of introspection for most and for solitude for many and what's emerging for 2021 is the growth the growth edge of all of that introspection and all that self-learning um more moving into the sense of knowing and so I hope that this year you feel more empowered you feel more powerful as you continue your creative journey I came across this YouTube video while looking for something around growth, something to feel reflective as I was, it was maybe like the 31st or the 30th and we were entering this new year. And I came across this powerful speech from Dr. Shafali Tasberry, and she's a clinical psychologist and parenting expert. She explains how we've been raised and conditioned to think that we're all unique when in reality we're more similar than we'd like to believe. And we are also always transforming and evolving. We follow very similar patterns and we can continue to snap ourselves out of our delusions by returning back to the living and turning, returning back to the recognition that we are always becoming, we are always transforming and that is the beauty of the artist's way, I think, is the recognition that you are evolving constantly, that your work is always going to continue to evolve, that you are just a being that's continuing to evolve. You're not good, you're not bad, you're not any of the titles that you have previously identified as. Artist, I think, is a really nice one, as it means person who is self-exploring. <laughs> and one of the standout moments in this speech which I still really yeah recommend that you watch is a moment when she takes this light bulb and she says wow this amazing light bulb what an innovative invention made by humans isn't it spectacular isn't it a good thing and the audience responds yes it is it's a very good thing that we've created these light bulbs then she takes this light bulb sticks it in a bag and smashes it on the stage floor you hear it shattering and then she holds up the bag with the broken light bulb inside and she says, okay, now this is a broken light bulb now. Is this still a good thing? They're like, no, 
it's not good anymore. Now it's bad, which is interesting because that is just how we see people, how we see a lot of things where they have utility and then when they don't have utility to us, they're no longer of value. But is that the truth? No. The truth is that that light bulb shattered and now it's disintegrated into a different form. Maybe it could be something that somebody uses to make a mosaic with the shattered glass, etc. It continues to transform. We always continue to change and transform. And the way that we view ourselves is similar to the way that we view light bulbs or any other possession that stops giving us utility or stops being something that we were previously labeling good. So how can we have more compassion? How can we see things in more of a open way without that level of dualism? You know, that's forever the question. When we are able to get to that place, we really awaken. When we accept the fluidity that is being, then we are really entering a new phase. And that's what I wish for all of us in 2021, to maintain that some same level of openness, compassion, presence, all those things that will make us really successful along our creative journey. Again, that talk is called The Path to Awaken Yourself from Dr. Shafali Tabsberry, and it's on the Mind Valley YouTube channel. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I'm grateful to be entering a new year with you all. I've been enjoying just sharing, and I've also been enjoying the community that this podcast is building. If you have questions or recommendations, feel free to reach me at Anisa Benitez on Instagram. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at morebyher.com. If you would like to support this podcast, please leave a review or make a donation at anchor.fm backslash no starving artist backslash support. You're no starving artist. I'm so grateful to be continuing to learn, grow, evolve with you. I appreciate you.